What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Press Play to Save. Hey, it's a what you've been playing kind of episode, and we have been playing. That's right. This week, we're finally going to be talking about Fallout 4. Plus, uh, of course, we've come back with a little Rocket League and a little extra. Plus, we got a special guest. Oh, my gosh. It's an action-packed episode. Hang out. It's time for Press Play to Save. I usually have to cut you off. Start your vault doors. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's a thing that starts. Like steam and smoke shoots out. Yeah. Yeah. Not doing it for you? Well, you you are talking about Rocket League, right? Of course I am. All the vault doors. Uh, uh, There uh, there is a wasteland in Rocket League now. I know. That was the joke, Corey. It's a wasteland. Good point. Welcome to the conversation. Start your DeLoreans. I don't have it. I do on the PS4. Yep. Since I have Rocket League on two different platforms, I need to purchase it on the PC. Sure. For all of my skill is completely reliant on, you know, my, the time circuits. Right. Yeah. That's where all, that's where it all comes together, man. The time circuits. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, episode number 115, uh, C-N-E-C-Q-U-E-N-T-A. Quince, yeah, that's isn't it Quince? Right. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, Siani Quince. What, what did you say? I said Cinquenta, which oh. is not right at all. Oh man, nice I, I told you, I said sixty episodes ago, the Spanish thing's going to have to die <laughs> before we get way, way, way too far into it. Hey, uh, over there is uh, Mr. Christopher, Christopher, Stump. There you go, Christopher, Christopher. Well, I've I've risen to the occasion. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's great. It. That's all I got. That is great. Thank I am you. so glad you finally picked it up and risen to that occasion. You're talking about PS4? Yeah, I picked that up. Yeah, no, we covered that. Oh. That's That's been covered. That's last week's news. I'm glad you're here. You're ready to amp. You're ready to go. I know uh, our guest is ready to go because I can hear him over there. Oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> What, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then, of course, at Master Controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hey, hey, I uh, found this little zombie dude that's sitting on my Master Control thing, yeah. and I thought I'd put him there. That zombie dude uh, donated by a friend of the show, Brad. Nice. He picked up uh, the Fallout 4 little random figures pack, and he gave me one, and I got a feral ghoul. Ah, uh, nice. yes. I found him on the floor. Yeah, there you go. my daughter tends to like the feral ghoul, and so you never know I, where it's going to end I, uh, up. I saved him. Yeah, you rescued him from the floor. I did. Now you just need to get out your highly modified combat shotgun and take him back out. Yeah, I have I have like a bunch of these little figures, but they're the Walking Dead figures. Yeah. Bring them in. Uh, I have like 20 of them. Yeah. That wife and I had been collecting. I did not I know f- this. I found uh, the rare uh, motorcycle for... Um, Durl. Daryl, yep. Daryl? Mr. Daryl. Oh, I saw the best t-shirt on Woot today, Howie. It was a Christmas t-shirt, and it had a little, like, Christmas bow and arrow on it, and it said, on Donner, on Blitz, or Donner, Blitzen, what was it? Oh, that <laughs> like great shirt. Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Donner, Blitz, or Donner, Cupid, whatever. Uh, Daryl Dixon is what it said. <laughs> and I thought that was the great, I, I completely just butchered all the reindeer. I have to sing it to actually be able to say <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah, I thought that was great. I sent it to the wife and I'm like, this seems like the kind of thing you would want. She's a big Daryl. 
Big Daryl fan. Yeah. yeah, I am too. He's pretty freaking awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, don't mess with the Daryl. Or how about mess with him and get more of him in the season? Because what the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So without further ado, I want to introduce our special guest today, Mister Bevan Bowles. How are you, sir? I am doing splendid. Yeah, yeah, where, pretty good. Where are you calling in from? Uh, well, I am calling in from Wisconsin. 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 Whereabouts in the Wisconsin are you? Are you in the, the I, I've spent a, a, a fair amount of time in the Madison area. That is exactly where I am. There you go. There you go. Yeah, been out on the uh, been out on the lake. Uh, been out on the lake all over the campus. You guys have a lot of staples in Madison. I've I, I haven't noticed this. Uh, I, I'm kind of new here though. But I, it's not something I associated with Madison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not something I did either. And I got there. I'm like, boy, they really love staples around here. It's a college campus town, and they staple all of the announcements of everything to a post. I mean, everything from like, hey, there's a big party going on over here to like, hey, this guy's having a uh, coming out. Swore a. I, I thought like, I thought you were talking about staples the store. No, the actual I was like, physical staples. Right. No, you're talking about too. No, we have, we have no. Walgreens on every block, <laughs> but they have staples. And, and CVS is across from yeah. every Walgreens. Yeah. But no, like, and then and then eventually the papers either get blown away or torn down and ripped up. Staples stay there. Oh yeah, they oh, just yeah. accumulate. Yeah, they're just like like massive like cutting scraping hazards all over yeah. Madison. But yeah, spent a good amount of time in the uh, doing trivia at the old B Dubs. Downtown <laughs> yeah. sounds like a riveting time. Oh, yeah, we know how to party. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie. So, anyhow, hey man, it's good to have you along with us tonight. Tonight we are. A, it's a what you've been playing episode, so it's time to sit back and chew on some of that. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Good, because here it comes. And that's why we have Howie sitting in master control, so he can stop our ears from bleeding when the music comes in that loud. Hey, 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 Howie. Yeah. What you been playing? Uh, So I have really been playing a lot, a lot, a lot of Rocket League. Yeah. A lot. A lot of Rocket League. And I'm still terrible, but I've been playing it. Yeah. There's a a game that could essentially go uh, with every name on the list this week. And it, we have four people. All four of us. All four of us have been playing Rocket League. League. Yeah, it's amazing. It's I, it's one of those games that I am willing. I have I have it on Steam, yeah. and I'm willing. Now that I got a PS4, I'm willing to buy it again mm-hmm. to have it on the PS4. And you don't hear Howie say that often, no. if ever. No, no yeah, because so. he doesn't have consoles. He's well, console yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, one of the things too is it's it's cheap. Really, it is for a game that's this quality. That's you know the a lot con- of replayability yeah. for the content. The price is right. Yes, for the quality and the replayability, it's a steal. Yes, at twenty bucks. Yeah, you know that's when you know you've hit a home run as a game developer. Yeah. Right, right, Bevan. What what uh, platform have you been playing it on? I've been playing it on PC. On PC, I do not own a PlayStation Four, so yeah, it's my avenue. And it's coming to Xbox One. Mm. I don't know if you gentlemen knew this, so. Although we have no Xbox One owners present, uh, they will actually get to taste it as well very soon. But yeah, I've been splitting my time. I think I play it equally on PS4 and on PC. It, it feels right in a controller. It does. Oh, yeah. Hey, if I play it on PC, I'd still probably hook up my uh, you dongle. You must. I can't imagine playing you, it with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, I have. <laughs> because when we decided actually on our... we Every other Tuesday it's night, hard. we have a LAN party, and we decided, okay, let's all play it. And I think only one of us had a controller there. 
But even then, he didn't want to go in the other room and get it. So we were all playing using a mouse and keyboard. And yeah. the mouse is useless. You can use the buttons on it, but the mouse movement does nothing. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. I think, I think does it, it does change the camera view. So when you're going forward, you can look to the side. Oh, mine wasn't doing that at all. Oh. Not at all. That's well, because you're terrible. Yeah, no, pretty much. <laughs> Universally agreed upon. Well, I also had the view locked on the ball. So I guess you're one of those. Oh, I, oh that's you, the way I that, play all the you time. You have to play that way. You, you take it off know. the ball occasionally. I keep majority of my time is locked on the ball, but I I take it off if I need like a better view of the field. Oh, okay. So Chris has just admitted to everybody that he sucks at Rocket League. That's good to know. Thank yeah. you, Chris. I no. challenge <laughs> you. One of the, you one want of, to challenge me to a Rocket League duel? I do. Let's, no. do it. Let's stream this shiznit. Yeah. We should. Like people right here, why don't we just do it right now? <laughs> I, I agree. I got two controllers. <laughs> give, me another, give me another controller. I'll hook it up here on the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't have the sound hooked up. We'd have to just point the mics at the surround sound. <laughs> but... Uh, but uh, well, that's one of the benefits uh, right now of uh, that I'm having of, with the Steam controller is yeah. that that uh, the right trackpad is I can use that to look around even though I'm locked on the ball. Oh, really? And so I can look around and as soon as I lift up, Unfair it goes right advantage. to the ball. Yeah, so that's it's pretty, pretty freaking cool. awesome. That is cool. I wonder if that's a setting that I can adjust for a regular controller. Possibly. But yeah, I've got the 360 wired controller. controller camp now at the land party house, and then I play on the the PS4 here at home. So. Yeah, uh, the, the question is, if I want to play on PC here at home, which seems more and more likely as more and more people that I know are playing it on Steam. But yeah, it doesn't matter because you can cross platform. Well, I, yeah, but games. you can't party up. Oh, that's yeah, right. You can't party. So, that is, that yeah. is challenging. Yeah, so I would have to like fiddle with getting out the old wireless dongle and then praying that a battery works. I never got those Chinese batteries I ordered. Oh, I need to file a dispute with PayPal. I think how much that set you back about Five three bones? weeks. Oh, oh it takes it oh, easily takes bucks. four to six weeks. To you get know, it's funny. Out. I've ordered this wasn't from Deal Extreme. I've ordered from Deal Extreme. Actually, I think it was Xbox 360 batteries a long time ago, and I got them in like uh, ten days. And yeah, then you're I, lucky. Yeah, I ordered some. Uh, I think uh, arcade parts or something like that, and it took six weeks. So I'm thinking about waiting till maybe we get through the holidays. And yeah, that that box of sushi candy that I made you guys eat. Yeah, uh, took like like, <laughs> six, uh, like five weeks. Wow, you just made my stomach turn. Yeah, I know that was, <laughs> that was, that was bad. That was a terrifying memories. evening. It was, bring, bring to it. it was good television. That was terrifying. Good television. Good television. <laughs> we'll never know, though. Uh, so, Chris, well, I mean, how far are you along in the Rocket League? Are you you're feeling um, pretty comfortable? I haven't played a whole lot of online exhibitions. I started doing a season yeah. with the computers. Um, because <laughs> the, computers, the computers. All the little computer men. <laughs> yeah. That, that run around inside my PS4. Um, that, that's pretty well done the way that they just, uh, formulate all that for you. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just like instantly here's your whole season for X amount of games and it keeps everyone's record and that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I don't, I haven't played nearly as much as you guys cause I've had it for about four days. Right. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting into it. It's, it's something so easy to just jump in, pick up. I got 15 minutes. I can yeah. play two or three games. It's the closest thing to a pot game, as we've affectionately referred it to. <laughs> on the couch? As a crapper game on the couch. So yeah. Preferably. Which we hope you're not. You're not using your couch as, yeah. a, as a you know water closet. But um, it's the closest thing we've seen to that on a console in quite some time, or really you know just on a non-mobile device. 
to be able to just sit in, like sit down and jump in. You know, and if you have a modern console that's in sleep mode and you leave it on, you're in the game like as five, ten seconds after you're hitting sure. the buttons to turn the thing on. Yeah, and, 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 and I like that because the PS4 fires up quick, the game fires up quick. Yeah. If it's in your recently played, it's like the second tab. Yeah. I mean, it's just bam, 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 you're in a game. Yeah. Go. If you enter rest mode while you're in the game, when you, turn, when you hit the power button, it comes up in the game. Do you leave yours on rest mode usually? Yeah, most of the time. Like right now, if I turned it on, it would be it would be wherever I just paused it in uh, Fallout Four. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's a dandy in that regard. Yeah. The PS4 is ready to go before my projector's turned on. Yeah. So that's always nice. Very I nice. wish the projector was faster. Concern it. Well, Bevan, what else have you been playing besides Rocket League? So Rocket League, I play uh, periodically, but other than that, I've been doing a lot of uh, Total War, specifically Rome Two. Rome Two. That's a huge uh, strategy game, right? Yes, it's different than most strategy games. Why is that? Uh, well, because as opposed to like a real-time strategy game, uh, like StarCraft per se, where you build a base, then build your soldiers, and you're doing all this, Rome Total War is a combination of like, you have your risk game board, and every time you go into a battle, it goes into this huge tactical map where you, you, you go in with your armies, and that's your army, and then you go into this big... It's epic battlegrounds, large numbers of soldiers, and it's really fun to watch. Cool. I always get scared when I see the risk style maps because I, then I'm yeah. like, oh wait a minute, what, how is what, this a turn based game? Well, what what's what's happening? <laughs> is it turn based uh, or both. when you get into the battles? Uh, okay, because the, the the grand just the campaign map which is turn based, you take your turns, you move your armies, but every time you get into engagement, it changes into a real time tactical map, and okay. then you control your soldiers from there. And I, it's, uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of games that kind of meld those two together because yeah, it kind of gives you the the board game feel and the real time strategy feel. Right. Yeah. It's uh, what the one thing that I really like about the Total War series is just the scale. There's no other game that has the same sort of scale of oh, just really? numbers of soldiers. Yeah, it's, it's thousands. It's uh, just fun. So every battle starts to look like the opening battle in Lord of the Rings. Pretty much. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of a hybrid turn-based you know so it's not all turn-based yeah, it doesn't there's get more to it than that and if it's all strategy based it becomes very skill oriented because yeah. if you're only good at some of the aspects you can really lose interest well see and that's the problem with me and like the civ games like i sit down with the civ games and i'm just kind of eventually i just kind of start to lose interest like you're saying yeah but if if this is like plugging into these battles where it's like all right it's on pay attention that would grip me and pull me in more yeah. i think so how so I mean how much have you played uh, previously in the series the Total War series? Um, I was first introduced in the series with mid, the original medieval Total War. Oh yeah, and then from there that was really cool. And then I remember my brothers picked up the the previous game Shogun Total War because it was cheap. Yeah, and played a lot of that. But I've pretty much played every except every series, uh, every game in the series, excluding the most recent, just because. I'm cheap, and I haven't done that yet. Oh, you're, you're in the right cheap. place. Yeah, well, welcome. <laughs> you're among cheap friends. The best kind of friends. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Chris, Yeah, you've always got a list of really boring and, games. And I've playing. got, yeah. I didn't even list Dota 2 up there. No, because why? Why would you? I, well, I point? feel like the listeners need to know that it is still yeah. a part of me yeah. when's at the, all times. When's the next uh, recreational happening? Uh, I That'll probably happen not until 
next August, September. It's time. really weird because it took six, eight months to finish the last one, and then we were <laughs> right into another one right away. So I feel like yeah. we're about due. But I I, guess they not. might try and do one in the summer. Yeah, uh, I mean, depending on. Uh, scheduling and all that sort of thing. That's yeah. a long way away, man. It is. It's it just is. getting cold. Because winter is coming. It is. So, is it actually coming this, this year? Geez, well, I really hope so. Well, it kind of arrived at the end of last season, didn't yeah, it? Spoilers. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow. Spoiler so did the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you playing? Uh, I'm still a victim of Cards and Castles. Uh-huh. I, they keep... Is it really, are you really a victim of it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a CCG, and people have fallen prey to CCG. I, I'm not spending money on it, other than when I bought the Steam. Uh, yeah, you have spent thing. money on it, right? But yeah, but they keep updating the game and changing cards and making just when you think that you've got stuff going on, you understand it. They tweak it; it'll reset, and there's all new things. They yeah. just did a huge graphical update, basically oh, really? changing every model really? in the boards. Yeah. Uh, so all the all the monster cards look different now. Um, still, their same basic model, but yeah. more detailed, a uh, little more, a little more appealing to look at. Uh, but every month they reset the ranked leaderboards. Yeah, which I've been kind of getting into. That the ranked is seriously leaderboards. your kryptonite. Yeah, monthly or periodically yeah, resetting, resetting leaderboards because you're like one. You'll be like, yeah, I'm really nowhere near it. I'm kind of losing interest, and then like we wipe the leaderboards clean. Yeah. You're like, but this could be my month. I I'm back in. I've only done it for two months that they've reset. Yeah, and I've climbed higher each time I've done it. Yeah, so I was down. I don't actually know how high it goes. You start at rank twenty, and then you win so many games. I think you just get to rank one. Right. And last month or two months ago, I was at rank nine, and then last month I was at eight. Right. So I would like to think that I'm in like the top five, ten percent of the people playing that game. But gotcha. I don't know how many people can have anyone can have the same rank. Right. But it's hard to keep it because you have to play so many games to keep going. Right. But yeah, besides that, I just play that casually that's not even my main game it's just something i would say i play every other day maybe one or two rounds mm-hmm. uh i'm playing grim dawn still. still on the grim dawn yep i actually took a big break from that and then i just recently got in into it uh rocket league very new to me and then drum roll for oh mercy i have been logging some hours into it where is my soul however gone? i just recently <laughs> discovered <laughs> yeah. just, let me set the stage let me set the stage <laughs> sure sure uh when i sat down uh you know i got home the house is empty did a couple things came down before anybody got here for the podcast tonight and i fired up the ps4 with the intention to play some rocket league but when it came out of rest mode it was right where i left off in fallout 4 the other night where, and there was like enemies on my screen, which is very rare that I would actually quit. But I had just died and respawned yeah. when there were enemies on my screen. And I, that's why I quit at the time. And I'm like, well, I can't just leave these people here. No. I have to murder all of them um, now. Yeah. So I began murdering a murder campaign, if you will. If and I, Chris yeah. came down and silently sat down behind me until at one point, he, you know, something like snapped Clicked. or bumped. And I went, oh, hey. He's like, hey, man. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, what? what are you what is that is that your home do you have homes in this game how do you get a home and i'm like wait a minute 
how much Fallout 4 have you played? He's like, I don't know, eight or ten hours, but I'm like, you what? <laughs> I I've had the game for like four days. I'm I am at least ten hours in. I'm thinking more towards the fifteen hour range. And you have not established a single settlement. No, you did not. Not even only know, have I established, I didn't even know those existed. No, that settlements existed. Whereas I have spent ninety five percent of my game time building and supporting settlements, and very little of just aimless wandering in Kim. Now, uh, now. In support of my settlements, I'll do some aimless wandering because I go out and gathering resources. Yeah. But like like I haven't been doing very much campaign at all. I literally was sitting here watching you play Fallout 4. And, and even it, though I'm playing the same game, I felt like we were playing different, different games. Game. <laughs> you had a whole different path you were walking down. Yeah. And like, it wasn't just a different way in the world you no. went. And you're like, what is it? What is the thing? And I'm like, well, this isn't really the house. I was at the castle, for those of you familiar with the game. And I came out and I came out of the little uh, armory room and I looked up I'm like, that's my house. And it's, you know, the, my four or five story tower perched up on a wall. And he's looking at it going, what the heck? <laughs> how do you do that? And I'm like, well, how far have you gone? And then you got attacked by raiders and your your settlers yeah, well, grabbed went, weapons. And I went to, to show you my other, my main uh, house, which is at the uh, drive-in. And I have another five-story tower that I've built there. And I'm showing him. He's like, how many suits of power armor do you have? I don't even have one. <laughs> I left my one behind. Yeah, he's he, got like four. He didn't, Chris didn't realize I should probably hold on to that. <laughs> so, yeah, I have four full Way sets of go, power Chris. armor plus a bunch of extra that have no frames to go on. And I was showing him like, and I'm like, yeah, this is my, you know, this is my dog house where my dog hangs out, this is my bed. These are all my crafting stations. And if you go downstairs from my apartment, this is the bar. This is where everybody, ha- oh, wait, I hear gunfire. And I look out the window and there's like raiders attacking and all of my people are running out to kill you. And Chris is like, you have people to kill things for you? <laughs> you have minions. <laughs> and I'm like, well, they're just defending the settlement. I built it so they can live here. And Chris is like, what is this craziness? And then I find out you can store all your gear. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've just been dropping crap because I don't have anybody to sell it to. And I'm like, don't drop things. Go to make a settlement and oh leave stuff gosh. there because you need all that scrap. Everything. You my, need everything. I was all over the place in this game and I haven't even <laughs> scratched the surface of the surface of the glass barrier of the game. You've not even pulled it out of its uh, frustrating blister Holy packaging. crap, this game has so much. Yep. Not just the world, but the depth of what you can do. Now see, you're looking at what I'm doing and going, I haven't even started playing this game. I'm looking at all the stuff that I'm not doing and going, I haven't even started playing this game. <laughs> and I've got most likely 40 to 50 hours in the game. Or, this, or somewhere, probably closer to 40. I'm not sure. This game, I I haven't played any of the other Fallouts worth any honorable mention of any you played. Of you've played hours of Fallout 3. I, I would play probably under 10 total okay. of 3. Okay. Um, but the content-wise, Fallout 3, my experience was a lot to loot, a lot to look at, a lot to shoot, a lot, a to, lot to go and do. Yeah. A lot of that loot you dropped right. and you got rid of because it was slowing you down. It looked cool, and then you pick it up and you're too heavy, so you drop a bunch of stuff. Yep. This game is, I mean, there's weapons every year. I'm throwing things on the ground because yeah. I've got duplicates of things that I oh, don't yeah. need. Whereas I'm like, okay, I need the copper in these pipe rifles, so I don't want to drop them. Right. But I also need all this duct tape, so I don't want to drop that. And I also need all this Wonder Glue, even though now I can actually make my own adhesive, so... <laughs> 
And even even all that <laughs> farming, even all of that aside, there's there's all the uh, modding you can do on the weapons, the upgrades on the armor. Yep. All these things that yeah, I was this showing game Chris my so guns, crazy. and he's like, "You what is? You are in a world that I don't understand." It's like a ten millimeter pistol that I have that mine shoots. Yours pew, shoots, yeah, pew pew pew. Whereas mine shoots like, like it's like super suppressed, it's crazy with like a extra magazine, extra long. It blows magazine. my mind, man. Yeah, I, this game sixty dollars. I don't even think is fair <laughs> i mean <laughs> it should be 120 dollars. this should cost as much as battlefront will battle eventually have cost yeah, welcome everybody. to press play to save yeah i mean that's <laughs> talk about a game that you get your money's worth out of yeah like, that's why i said with this game i'm gonna buy it right away yeah that's why i said this is the one game i'll buy right away because i will get more than i get value wise out of and any it's, other game most of your value wise is single player content that's the way i like it which nice is and quiet and shutting the world yeah out. it's so that's insane so is, is this some obviously Corey, you're happy to have bought bought it up for the ps4 yep uh same way for you chris yeah um one of the main reasons i bought a ps4 is so i could have a gaming console not down in the man cave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the lady wants to sit and watch something on the iPad, I don't have to disappear into the nether region. Because she's of, not allowed in the man cave. So she has to use the well, she's afraid of it. Disappear. <laughs> she, 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 she quote feels out of place. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the black lights. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Well, but, that'll do it. But if I sit upstairs on the couch, which is the newer, more comfortable couch anyway, yeah. with the surround sound upstairs is a nice experience. But then... She can still sit and play Sims or watch on the iPad and do whatever sure. she wants to do. And I can still sit up there and play games as opposed to having to go down in the man cave and right. that sort of thing. Yeah. That was I've, the main reason I wanted to buy a console for upstairs. Right. But yeah, this purchase is she actually kind of in if you remember, she enjoyed the Fallout Shelter. Yeah. So she's not really invested in the game, but, but she enjoys she's interested. the context of it. She's interested in oh, are you gonna save those people? Why did you kill them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting here. I'm I'm uh, still wondering what I want to do. She loves like I'm a dog. like okay. Do I do I buy it on the PC because we we have one TV right and hook up the PS4 to that and if I'm playing it on there that means no one else can do anything. No one else there. can do anything, yep. which means my time is going to be limited playing that. Yep. Yep. Uh, but on the flip side of that, usually I'm playing. Video games when everyone's gone to bed, anyways. Right. So I don't know how much that's, that's going to be. That's an issue, a really, but. really tough call, Howie. Yeah, I know. Because that one, some of the like every now and then, my wife lets me carve out an evening, even though the kids still awake, and I will come down and play. Sometimes you need somewhere to escape. To. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's that's a tough one. The upside is you could do the the early mods that are out now on yeah. PC. With well, none of that's on console. Usually, yet. those types of games I want to play with a mouse and keyboard, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm leaning that direction, but I haven't decided yet. Yeah, you. Uh, well, you're gonna have. You just bought a PS4. You're gonna have to invest in a new video card if you do that. Well, mm-hmm. and that's. Well, I have to anyways. That's true. That's, that's got. has got to be done anyways. Yeah, but I. Uh, I, that's a tough one. I will say that like every now and then I hear about mods that I wish I could do. Like there is a mod that turns off the build limit for the size that you can make your settlements, yeah. which by the way is pretty substantial as is. But there's a mod that turns that off or makes it bigger or whatever, and I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of nice. But yet I haven't bumped into that yet. Yeah. I, th- you know? I think for me, uh, uh, automatically, I'm going to get rid of the weight limit. 
That's and see that's what friend of the show Brad did. He got rid of the weight limit immediately. And, that's and what I, I was I was like, dude, no. That kind of takes away. That from takes it. away from it for me <clears throat> because the the gathering now is so important. Yeah. Whereas before the weight limit was just it was literally it was hindrance. It was, yeah. That's all it was. Okay. So I, I guess I don't understand. How does having a weight limit add to the game? Because you have to make the vital decisions and, and almost yeah. now that every single piece of scrap can be used in some fashion, it's like, but how right, is that different than before? Before you just had junk that you could sell for piddling some out pity, piddly amounts of caps. So that was e- that made it easier. Well, yeah, made you it could easier, like, oh, I'll drop it made it easier to ditch all your stuff yeah. that you didn't need. And now, but now it's like so a real me, decision and it affects what, the game. What I'm hearing is you will hate this even more. And, and and you won't like it as well as you could because of the weight limit. Not no. So not, that's the reason why I turn it off because I'm like really. I don't want to hate this game. Not really because of the weight what limit. You can find that you do is that like I almost look at it like I'm or you and I are different. I'm remember? A, yeah, I know, but I, I I'm approaching this almost a more like kind of like Walking Dead mentality where it's like I go on runs. Yeah, I go. I'm like I need I need oil and I need gears, so I'm gonna go on a run and I go scavenging. And I ignore all my quests. I'm not getting annoyed by my encumbrance because all I'm doing is going and picking up. And not only that, the things that you need, you can flag so that when you see them in the world, they glow so that, you know, oh, that's got that. that's got a thing. You're like, I need screws. That desk fan has screws in it. So it's glowing. So you grab yeah. it. And um, and like literally you're just it's almost like going shopping in a weird way. You're going out and like and killing a few things while you're at it. Yeah. And finding the stuff you need and coming back and building it. I, I have the same mentality, especially when you raid something like a supermarket. Yeah. Where you really feel like that left for dead run where you're really low on food and bandages and all this other mm-hmm. random things. Walking dead. Yeah. Sorry. Not what left for dead. Left for dead. Left for dead no. is just kill run away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it really feels like. Oh, I just hit the jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this like, supermarket has everything I need because like, I am so low on food. Yeah. I've got 10 pipe pistols that I picked up off the Raiders outside, but really those only scrap to steal. I've got plenty of steel. Dump them because yeah. this stuff that I just found is way more important. And the stuff is pretty persistent in most cases. You can Usually. go back and get things later. And that adds to that as well. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll stash these here and I'll come back and get them sometime. And especially maybe. with the quick travel uh, you can teleport back and forth. Yeah, where I mean, you won't teleport exactly back to where you left, right? But you can run somewhere, drop your stuff off, and then you know head back to that same town and maybe swing by the way you know there's stuff right. on the ground, or just go the other path. But see, to Howie's point, when I'm questing, which is rare so far, and I get like pulled into a quest, and I'm halfway through the quest, and I'm already full up. I'm not necessarily scavenging for particular items. Then I get kind of annoyed. Then it's like, ah, gosh, I, I, I don't want to drop this stuff, but I guess I need to. I would get annoyed at just knowing, okay, well, now I got to drop stuff. But, but I don't have the option. To, I don't feel, when I'm in a quest, I don't feel like I have the option to just leave. I do, but I, I don't feel like it. And there are quests that are timing-based. However, it's it's you don't see the timing, and it's very, very uh, generous yeah. timing. So I, but, but there's been times where, yeah, my focus isn't scavenging, and so I get annoyed when I hit that weight limit because... It's like, well, I'm walking around and I'm two pounds below my weight limit, but then I'm, I've got a boss fight coming up. And there's most likely going to be something big dropped yeah. by some legendary creature. And so it, it's one of those things. But I I like, at least in my first playthrough, I like having to fight with that. I like having to make those decisions. I think it adds to the experience of the game 
But, but if, if it's going to be your opinion doesn't count, Chris, because you like to play things on stupid hard mode. Yeah, where but this isn't really that case. Point, Howie. <laughs> I don't think this is the same thing as that. I, I'm not playing on the super hard mode. If I die, I lose everything. That sort right. of thing. I think that to experience a game that is exploration and picking things up and looting, you can't just have infinite for your first time. At least sure you can. At least experience what it's like. Isn't the whole point is to have entertainment? Yeah, I'm, and I'm Your saying. Your mom's whole point is to have entertainment. Wait, wait. Do we have to? <laughs> we have to start this episode all over. I would say if if it's your biggest turnoff for the game that you will not play it unless you take the weight limit off, take then the take the weight limit. Off. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's means, my point. But 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 if you have, I mean, if if it is like your personality battles against that. It's saying, oh, that's fine. It's just unfortunate because there is something really there, especially because all this stuff is now meaningful. Whereas before it was literally like, you know, you know, I, if this shotgun may be worth 30 caps, but every single one of these bobby pins, well, you use the bobby pins, but, you know, every single one of these like thing, you know, pilot lights that I pull out of an oven is worth a lot more per the weight ratio. Yeah. That used to be what it's about. So you drop the shotgun that you're not going to use because you can carry more of these smaller yeah. items that are worth technically more for what it they was, weigh. It was the decision making. Yeah. And, and that was all that was. Now it's like you've got, you're building a community and you're helping people find better lives and stuff in this wasteland. And so it's almost like there's more of this whole like meeting the needs more efficiently thing that, yeah, I mean, you can cheat. But cheating takes away some of the fun. That's all. It, it, but only if you have fun doing that. Yeah. If so. it's if it's a deal breaker, then do it. Yeah. But, and but in we my opinion, strongly, I think it is part, strongly guilt it is all of part you of the that. game. In my <laughs> yeah, opinion. that doesn't work for me. That'll be the first thing I do. Oh, Fair enough. Respect points lost. Corey did not <laughs> like that decision. Well, <laughs> in the well, words of well, Fallout. Well. <laughs> <laughs> So anyhow, that's enough about that for now. I'm sure we're going to be talking I, about yeah, I'm sure for weeks to come for we'll a be long time. Sharing oh, experiences. Please no. Please yeah, no. that is now it is time for the wait, wait, whoa, wait. Did we talk about Rome two? Yes, yeah, I did. totally. Sorry, you, were you asleep? I was. He well, was I was games on his iPhone. Probably. Uh, I was. Oh, uh, whew, yeah. yeah. Typical Howie. Yeah. I was. I was. Can't it. I was typing. I can believe it. Text back and forth <laughs> to somebody. It's time for the free game of the week. Wait, did we talk about Rome two? Yes. Okay. I, I can talk about it again. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just guess. I have to listen back and. Yeah, you can enjoy it like it never happened when you've listened to the episode. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a nice surprise for you. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. What hey. is our free game of the week? Yeah, uh, on the text here it says free game of the year. Forever! In capital letters. Because, because you don't want to do work. so awesome. <laughs> You're like, I'm taking the year off. Yeah, uh, there are no free games for the rest of the year because Dungeon yeah. Defenders 2 That's- is the best free game we've ever had ever ever for the rest of the year isn't as impactful as it sounds anyway. i know but <laughs> i mean i did write this about a month ago so that's true <laughs> it holds more weight dungeon defenders 2 has released yeah and uh in order to get the game pre-release which i think even uh was a beta pre-release i don't i'm not sure you're with early us, access was twenty dollars uh generally on sale for around 15 and then it released as a free game with in-game purchases for cosmetic items, which are a lot of cosmetic items, Cool, if that's your thing. 
Dungeon Defenders 2. You and you and the uh, own gave me a copy of Dungeon Defenders on PC. I put over a hundred hours into Dungeon and Defenders. And you were like, one. you got you have to play this. And I played some and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. And you're like, I, no, it's great, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Dungeon Defenders <laughs> 2 is everything Dungeon Defenders 1 was, only a lot better. Yeah. It's bigger, it's more colorful, the maps are uh, better bigger, design. Bigger is good. Are the maps the, bigger? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's new enemies. There's new bosses. The way they just introduce new monsters as bosses is really cool. Yeah. Dungeon Defenders being a third-person shooter tower defense game. Co-op. Co-op. Um, there's still... I would, I'm going to say a lot of the towers are new. Some of them are still the same from the old and just redone. Yeah. But the actual RPG element of it, there is before I think you had upgrade maybe four things on your tower and four things on your hero. Yeah. Now there's like 16 things wow. to upgrade. So it's, it's just expanded a lot there, but it's also added other RPG elements of passives where you get to choose from a pool of 30 passives and you get, uh, three or four at a time. Nice. Uh, wow. There's also pets, which were in the first game, but not eh, not as much yeah. now. It's like they did everything better. They yeah. made it more in depth. They made it more uh, complex, sort of, yeah. but not really in a hard to understand kind of way. But it's like, like it's a, a sequel or something, right? It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right it's like an appropriately done sequel yeah. which <laughs> doesn't true. happen all the time yeah and for free this game came out for free for how much you like the first game it's very uh it's very encouraging that you're this excited about the second I one. Am, it seems like they could have easily screwed the pooch they could have yeah. and this definitely gips gips it gips my stamp of approval there you go because good. i see myself playing this game for a long time I haven't even beat the normal campaign yet. Yeah. And it's they've added new modes. They've added on Steam. Yes. Is it do they have any plans to bring it to consoles? I'm not sure. I know that the first one did go to consoles, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did uh at a later date. Yeah. Um I don't know if that'll be something that they'll do on the free game store like they did. Cause I know Xbox actually featured it as one of their uh, free games of the week. And by week I mean month. Um, but I'm not sure what their plans are for console-wise. Well, it looked like it was in pre-alpha on September 29th of this year. So it's got that going for on it. On console. On PS4, specifically. Uh, it's out now. It is out now. So Buy- their plans are a reality. I love the text on the PS Store. Buy download. <laughs> so it is free on can i buy the game no buy the download just buy download it is free on buy slash ps4 download? buy download you should buy the download buy no buy, buy download buy download sorry the sony's the playstation.com always tickles my fancy in one fashion or another just i didn't even mention the loot awkward it is loot there's, there's a what? lot of loot there's looting heavens oh it's a whole lot of looting Oh, there that is, is pretty. There is new gear. There's new weapons. There's new cosmetic stuff to these weapons. There's new attributes to the weapons. There's new uh, stat configurations. There's new looting systems for yeah. your bags. There's new tiers of rares and legendaries and that sort of thing. Wow. It does look very meaty. It It is very meaty for a game that even the first one 
wasn't really that meaty, but had a lot of replayability. Yeah. And this one just took that and ran with it. Yeah. One thing that I am a little upset about was in Dungeon Defenders 1, they came out with a whole bunch of DLC, uh, including new characters, uh, new maps, obviously, that sort of thing. Right. And in the second one, we still see the same four base characters, which makes me believe they're going to plan on doing DLC. Right. Whether that'll be pay for or not, I'm not sure. Well, on the Steam page, they have four packs. But I don't don't think those are uh, substantial, like a new character. I think a lot of those were cosmetic things or benefit type things. Uh, faster leveling, more There's inventory slots, that sort of thing. Split screen on the PS4. That is interesting. Yeah. But how about that? Look action? at the gra- the graphically. Yeah, look at it, it listeners. Just look at it good. Use your eyes. <laughs> it's just, it's I, I can't pretty. say enough good about this game, and I haven't even really dived in as much as I'd like to. It, I can't really say much more. It, you have to go say out more. and experience Say more. It. I will keep saying things. Say more things oh, that you the, can't say. The beams of light are really enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you're just talking about the video that yeah. I pulled up. Uh, but cheater. the legendaries, the epics, the mythics, uh, all those tiers of rarity, they just, they look better. They look nicer. So when you actually get a drop, it feels like you're playing something like an MMORPG. When you bring that boss down and it drops the loot and a big old beam of light comes up, Yeah, it just makes that piece of gear look more enticing. Right. And I think that I haven't really encountered a whole lot of it, but it seems like what they've actually deemed as the legendaries or the mythics, whatever the highest tier is, they really are set apart from the normal gear. Yeah. Which I think something like Diablo does okay, but not crazy well. Right. So, I mean, I haven't seen anything like a set bonus per se. Yeah. I'm not, I won't be surprised if that comes out in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm not really that far. I'm still playing through the campaign and exploring all these things that are coming in as I go on PlayStation four. The cost is 24 99, not free currently on sale for 1874, but that's only good through, uh, through 12. Is that the, is that still that's the, that will be, by the time people hear this, it will be 24 99. Is that again. for the starter pack? That is for the starter pack. And here's a little caveat, uh, down below. This game will be free in the future, supported by ethical microtransactions. So that's what it says on the PlayStation that's, Store. And that's how it was on Steam, too. Yeah. It was so, a $20 game. Yep. So it will be free, but we don't know when. So that's one. I'm probably going to hold off for a free version there, Chris. I'm glad you're enjoying and it. And that's but fair. I'm gonna, but on I PC, waited, I can I play it for free yes. right now. And I waited for the... I was yeah. tempted many times to pay for it, but I had heard a whole lot of... You know, you you buy it and you, they run into some bugs, which right. is what pre-alpha yeah. and alpha and beta are for. But I held out until it was free, and if it was anything like what it is now, late in the alpha or beta, I would have paid for it. I'm definitely hey for for a, a co-op split screen game. Yeah, you can bet your butt I'm going to download this the second it's free on PS4. And the four the four player is what I love about it it's not just yeah. you and one friend going doing a campaign getting four people in there with a mix of classes yeah just makes the experience yeah. really this, it's, this it's, really kind of excites me it's yeah. taking down waves of monsters it's building new towers it's upgrading each other's stuff and then taking down bosses yeah i mean that is and it's not really as time consuming as an mmorpg 
because most of those rounds you can probably play in 15 minutes. Right. Um, at least the ones I've experienced. Sweet. And, well, and, and if you buy on Steam, if you buy the inventory pack, uh, you, you get four. It, this is for me. This is exactly <laughs> what you, it does. It removes the weight limit. Well, you get four <laughs> premium bags, which are 32 instead of 16 slots. Which would be See, helpful. Uh, That's about you, removing the weight yeah, limit. You get you get uh, sixteen max bag slots, uh, uh, two extra hero slots, and the exclusive title of Baggins. Nice. How is it? How much is that? Bag? <laughs> that one's twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety. That's for Howie. Howie will pay uh, uh, an infinite amount more than what you charge for the game in order to remove the weight limit. That's what I do. (laughs) Buy Fallout 4 now for 160. No weight limit. No weight limit available. It comes without one. You can't even have it turned on. So that's why that is. Hey, guess what, gentlemen? It's time for the bundle roulette. Bundle roulette. The bundle roulette. I still hate the music. I want you to hate the music. I know. I want you to hate the music as much as I hate the segment. I think we need. I think we need to have the rookie go first. Oh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there. Chris, wow. set up Bevan uh, when we plan to record this episode with a bundle roulette game. So free what? Games. Yeah, free, <laughs> free games. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he realized a little bit of your soul is, and gone. then you play it. Yeah. So what did he have? I had horde. 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 Horde is the name of the game. Complete pack. Horde colon complete pack. Again, it wasn't vetted through me. The name of that one. So what is Horde? Horde, I think probably the easiest way to think about it is you are Smaug. Ooh. Ooh. I like that idea. Interesting. So yeah, it's an interesting little idea. It starts... It's it's a pretty good game. When I first looked at it, I saw the reviews and it said very positive, and I felt I, I got away with this. Lucky. One. <laughs> um, the game isn't bad. It's really simple. Uh, there's not a lot of depth to it that I really felt. Basically, it's a twin stick shooter, except you're a dragon and you burn down little villages. Okay. And it's just the way that's set up. It's like you're a dragon on this little. It's almost like a little board. So it's just the way it's presented. Does it feel like a board game? It, no, it just has the aesthetics. It doesn't feel at okay. all like a board game because then you you fly around and you're you have every map has pretty much a time limit of ten minutes, and in that ten minutes you're frantically just trying to get a high score, and that's pretty much the game. Okay, that sounds like fun. The map me. look the map is similar to like like a, I don't know like aesthetically look you know it's like it's on a tabletop like the toy map rolled out. Yeah, it's yeah. almost Carcassonne esque. It, it kind of looks like the old um, like Warcraft tower defense mod games. Well, where you'd, you'd play you, the original Warcraft. You just shot three. at such a narrow niche on that one, there, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> over my head. Yeah, the old, about. the old mods for the a old game mods from a long time ago. Yeah, I, so, yeah. What do you think? It's it's decent. I mean, it's a fun little distraction of a game. It's not a game that I definitely see myself spending a lot of time just because there really isn't a whole lot there. Um, but it's it's a fun little game, and it is co op, which is really interesting. Hmm. You can do it, and you can have. Each one of you controlling a little dragon and going and burning down villages, collecting gold. Uh, there are like little upgrades for your dragon, so you can upgrade uh, how fast you fly, how much gold you can carry to bring back to your horde, which is the whole point, you know, getting the money and bringing it back to your horde. Right. So but is, it, is it like the anti-tower defense where there's like towers attacking you, but you're just trying to go around and pillage everything? 
Sort of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Except you're not limited to uh, one pathway. You fly wherever you want. Well, it's because you're the dragon. It's, yeah, the dragon makes its own rules. So <laughs> it seems like it's a fun little arcade game, but not a whole lot of depth. Yeah, to it. because I mean, you play once you play a little while, you kind of get okay. I've kind of seen everything yeah. there is in this game. Yeah, I wasn't really able to do much of the co-op because there's, uh, there's. I think you can play over the internet. I looked at it once and there was nobody around, so I just yeah. I wonder what kind of server support they'd even have for that. Yeah, I have no idea. That's always the the unfortunate thing. Like, all right, let's try the internet. Oh, nobody. <laughs> this uh, no. this regular price overall, in this game was ten bucks on Steam. <laughs> so yeah, overall what? I think it's decent. It's a fun little game. It's not bad at all. I did not hate my time with it, but it, I've kind of seen most well, of what it has. You got very positive yeah. reviews. You oh, didn't no. hate your time with it, so I'm you won Bumble yeah, Roulette. That's how, that's how you win Bumble <laughs> Roulette. 80% very positive the beginner's on that luck. one. So, yeah, I didn't have beginner's luck when we started. They have a demo for thing. it, too. That's oh, cool. wow. There's a free demo. Yeah, go scroll up. Yeah, we, uh, we, I mean, we definitely didn't get this for 10 bucks. We definitely probably got this for a small fraction of like $2. Uh, yeah, in a bundle of like in a bundle eight of other two games. bucks. So, yeah, it uh, looks like it'd be if it's something that sounds interesting. I'm sure it's going to be another packs. It's going to be another bundle roulette games. It might be available on like bundle stars right yeah. now. For all we know, so. could be. I mean, if, if you're okay. a big fan of high scores, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who's next? Who Who had a horrid experience? <laughs> Did anyone horrid? I don't know that I would call mine horrid necessarily, but I. I'll I go don't ahead. have a lot of great things to say. I'll go ahead and do mine because I didn't get very far. Yeah. Not because I was not enjoying it, but because I got a little lost. Yeah. Um. So the game I had was The Samaritan Paradox. Da, da, da. Which... Don't you, save them. Leave them on the side of the road. Kick them. No. If, if you remember, this is the game that you thought you might enjoy because it was a... It's like a pixelated adventure mystery point and click code breaking. Yeah, with a ter- with a terrible font. Yes. Yes. Uh, and as far as the uh, atmosphere it creates, it wasn't bad. Oh yeah, this uh, is the one that looks a lot like the Scum games. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and graphically, I thought it looked okay for a pixelated game, yeah. but you know, not really my style in that regard. Uh, the point and click You're thing. So young. Was new to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this game actually had, uh, I don't know, it kind of throws you in. Yeah. Um, so it starts out with, you're on the phone talking to one of your friends. He gives you a, he gave you a book and then you go and find a code in it so you can find the fortune of some uh, dead author's granddaughter now. Good. And you contact the daughter <laughs> yeah. and you're going on a quest to find this fortune. Uh, so the interesting twist to this game is you actually play as your main character, the Codebreaker, as well as the girl in this story's. It's like Inception, it, the author's story. Yeah, you are playing. You're solving so the it's mystery like as the than girl. Fiction. Yeah, the movie that Howie's tried to get me to watch for ten years. Mm, yeah, yep. <laughs> and um, even bought me a DVD, and I still have well, watched. Okay, now how how did I buy you? Yeah, practically, I guess I did buy you a DVD. <laughs> no, you did. You, oh wait, you purchased the DVD right. and gave it to me one Christmas. And said, that's Here, right. Now you have no excuses. That's right. And I still failed. <laughs> well, that's that's you know typical. I know. I know. Typical I'm a bad friend. So yeah. <laughs> 
One of, one of my biggest downer. one of my biggest gripes with the game was sometimes they expect you to know things. Welcome mm, to the point and click adventure yeah. genre. Yeah. Uh, but this, supposed to notice. this isn't just the. I mean, I guess I don't have a lot of experience with point and click mystery games, but this almost was more of you have to know about code breaking. Really? To be able to solve some of the puzzles or know where to look to solve some of these puzzles. So it's actually quite difficult. And I didn't get very far because some of it was pretty hard. Like I just didn't. You just weren't smart enough. We understand. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm not. Chris. Um, A couple other things worth mentioning is this is a Swedish made game. And then when it was converted into English, it was like it's translated. The words translated, but again, not smart. We they use British English language, <laughs> only they have American accents. The loo means bathroom. Oh, is that all their speech? I thought it was all text based. There is a lot of voice acting. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, but it's awkward because it's American accents with British English language. So it probably was localized elsewhere. Yeah, which is awesome. But, and it. That. I mean, the voice acting is good. Yeah, it just sounds awkward. So right. sometimes you cringe. Um, Maybe you should check in the boot of that car. Wait, what? No. It means trunk, Chris. Oh. Yeah. You're with me now. Mm. So, (laughs) overall, the atmosphere it created, it was bland, a little dreary, but that's what they were kind of going for, because it's, you know, it's mysterious, and the soundtrack for some of the areas was actually nice. I mean, it wasn't something high quality I'd go buy a soundtrack, but... It matched the setting and it matched the mood and it added to the ambiance of the experience. Uh, It was very fitting to wherever area I was playing. So uh, overall, I think if you like point and click adventure games, you'd enjoy it. Yeah. I wouldn't go and spend more than probably $5 on it, but it seems like a game that you could get for one or two bucks on the regular. That's fair. If I uh, don't like point and click adventure games... You don't like point and click? Oh, um, yeah, so what, what You probably... <laughs> the youths. The youths. It, they're just kind of slow. You know, the, <laughs> the first thing that I was so excited about when I got a DS and we started doing uh, illicit things with my Nintendo DS was to install a scum emulator just so I could play point and click adventure games. Because I was like, hey, I got this dumb stylus. This is probably good for this. And, th- and I was playing games that I had not played since like middle school. And loving them and then getting equally frustrated when I just couldn't figure out what the heck I was supposed to do, which always yeah. happens. Always. And it, that that doesn't sound fun to me because there's one thing about coming to an area that you don't know how to get past. There's another thing about coming to an area that you don't even know what to do to get past. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. And that's, the old that's just that's frustrating yeah. because it's... Now you know why uh, they used to always ask if you wanted to buy a strategy guide with every game that you bought. <laughs> right. And this <laughs> is something... Because at, at your age, you probably were like, no, what? Their internet's a thing. Go away. But yeah. when we were playing these games, it was like, yeah, it was like no, I don't need that. And then a week later, all right, give me a strategy guide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, if, I can't imagine playing online. games Yeah, call the hotline. Oh, my God. <laughs> the hotline. Uh, only $5 per minute. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. Well, so my next. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours? Knights and Merchants, uh, a uh, RTS classic medieval style. Um, Interesting. Uh, It was. It seemed to be pretty well done uh, for for what it is. Not my style of game at all. Very much like Um, Warcraft One era graphics. 
Oh, that just oh, flew War- over everyone. This head. is like no, it's not a, a mod <laughs> for Warcraft one. That, that oh, this is like shut it pre two thousand <laughs> graphics. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, kind of charming. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, your run, typical run of the mill seemed, uh, you know, RTS. Looks like a good amount of units on the screen. Uh, yeah. And uh no, is total war. <laughs> it doesn't even compete. Um, you know, you typically you build, you know, shops and, and you know, different things and you have uh, you know, build up your units and go fight and make people happy, you know. Hooray! And and the, my my really only complaint would be that when I was first starting to play it and, and I specifically said, Okay, let's play the tutorial. Because I, I wanted to see how how well you know I could do there, and it didn't really lead me anywhere. Just like oh, here's a thing, right? And uh, you know, I, I was expecting a little more, like click your units to go here. And this is old school, man. You're this. expecting I know. to figure it out. But strategy, I know. But this was <laughs> this was made in 2013. <laughs> but it's old school. Yeah. So they're definitely going for a very classic look. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's got very positive reviews on Steam as well. So not your genre. Not my really. genre. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no real other complaints other than I just don't care for that style of game. Yep. 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 What's normal price on this one? I'm not even seeing uh, it. Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely something you can you can easily pick up and just play under the nine ninety nine mark. That's just, where I like most of these games to stay well under nine. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they recently ported this to. Well, I shouldn't say they ported it, but I guess you know they released it. Released it on, uh, for the Mac. They got fifteen hundred uh, reviews. Blind, so, did you play this on Mac or PC? No, I played it on PC. Oh, well, see, so you had your opportunity there, and you squandered. Well, they it. just yeah, I didn't see that until. You know, oh, we said that now. the night that you get. Well, that was probably weeks before you played it. Well, right. <laughs> so, all right. My turn. I played a game. Yay. I played a game called Volstead. Was that good? Bad? Two ninety nine. Uh, well, this is one of the few. The only one on our list that got mixed reviews instead of very positive. It only has 13. 13 user, user reviews. reviews for this game are positive. Uh, Volstead. Uh, I don't know if you gentlemen know. A little history lesson. I like oh, some. The Volstead Act is the uh, the law that banned the selling and consumption of alcoholic beverages in the United States of America and also required all distilleries to register. Uh, you had to have you had to be registered to distill anything, in, which, you know, rubbing alcohol and stuff like that. All had to be registered. There was no more distilling. That's, you know, no more backyard. Oh, that's less horrid. <laughs> When I first saw the screenshots for this game, I was like, oh, no, hex tiles. Corey hates hex tiles because I usually refer to myself in third person when I'm looking at previous <laughs> games. Um, it uh, this this game, I'm going to put it all out there. I'm not going to make any friends with what I'm about to say. This <laughs> game is somebody's high school uh, programming class senior project at best. I don't know. The background and I and I I really real but for something to be on the Steam store and cost more than ninety nine cents, this game it is It doesn't really look like a game. It is it is less than what you think it is, Chris. As <laughs> I a matter mean, of fact. I, I'm sitting here watching the video, which 
you're really not missing it if you're just listening to nothing. No, because it's just a screenshot which keeps turning to a black screen going, are you yeah. sure? Are you sure? Are yeah. you sure? Pay for this? Money. Here you go. Money. So right. you you pick a district, right? And like Chicago, New York, Atlanta, those are your districts. Where do I want to be the mob? And you play against this computer. Okay. The computers are the there are four other computer mans, as I believe Chris would put it. Yep. Uh players that take over whatever district you're not controlling. You I immediately start clicking on everything because there's no tutorial. There's a there's an instructions, which is literally like a bullet list of like twelve things. It's just a bullet list. It's a flat screen, blank screen with twelve bullets. There's kind of like, eh, do this, do this, the way to win is get this, try to do this, do this, do this, this. All right, have fun, go play. So I'm like, okay, I click new game. I have no idea what I'm doing. The the goal of the game is to level up your city to level three. The first one to level three wins. Okay. Oh. You can build restaurants, hotels, casinos, whatever, and each one has a certain return every month. Like uh, uh, every turn, you get so much money. Yeah. And it costs uh, a lot of money to upgrade your city in total, which is like your central hub. Yeah. Right. And so basically, and then you can upgrade each one of the uh, each one of the tiles for you know if you have all hotels or restaurant, hotel, bar, whatever, you can upgrade those three times to get. A maximum amount of money coming in per turn. Yeah, you spend more to make more. There are no variables in this game. Now, you except you can invest in the stock market, which is not a thing that I understood what was happening at all because the game doesn't really tell you much, or if it did, I was missing it. And you can also pay to make the cops raid other districts, one per turn. Other than that, there is no randomness at all to this game. And so... Because there are, you know, certain things that you can put on your tiles, whether it be, like I said, a restaurant, a casino, what have you, that have a certain amount of return, then there's very obviously going to be a min-max that you can play in this game. Like, there's going to be a, a what's it, critical path. Like, I, if I want to do it, I could type all the math into a spreadsheet and easily output, this is what you need to build to get the best return. Right. And you this is how... Win every time by doing this. Yeah, win every time by doing this. Unless, for whatever reason... You get raided by the cops, by the computer players too many times or something like that. And because that, what that does is it shuts down your one of your tiles for three turns. This There's not a whole game here. It's kind of, this is like the kind of game where it looks prettier, but it's the kind of thing you could have run on your, like, your high it, school cal- graphic calculator. It does kind of sound like someone had an idea. This was something they programmed. Yeah. It could have gone further, but... You know, they met the minimum requirements, so, you know, I'm done. It's really, really simple, and plus, I wasn't immediately able to figure out how much money the other districts had, and maybe that's the point. You're not supposed to know, but I didn't know how well I was doing until I lost the game. Yeah. It was like, okay, it's over, and I'm like, oh, okay, I played That's kind of frustrating, (laughs) because... Yeah, I the way I look at it, I kind of see it as like a Settlers of Catan kind of board. And it's not even remotely no. that deep. But if you see someone getting ahead of you and the other four people playing the game, you tend to pick on that person a little more by, you know, placing the uh, yeah. the robber on their area, in this case the police. Yeah. So because, oh, they's getting out of control. We got to take care of those freaking Irish people over in the who the hey the ha the Boston dudes. It's a uh, it's a clover is that oh. <laughs> the Boston area. Yeah. I'm and, on board. And so like you could look at them and figure out, okay, well their restaurants and hotels are higher level. So maybe they're making more money, but until I want to sit down and actually get a calculator out or an adding machine yeah. better. And but I mean, they spent more to make those. So you'd really have to just 
all it is is a math simulator. That's all it is. And a very limited one at that. So I very much, I I mean, it runs great. It's a hundred megabyte download, which even doesn't even need to be that big. It's perfectly fine. It's, you know, it works, but it's, it's more of a proof of concept. So it's not really fun. It's just functional. Yeah. It's functional, which is again, Way better than some of the games we've reviewed for Bundle Roulette, but it's not fun at at all, really. If I made this, I'd be very proud of it, (laughs) but being someone sitting down and looking for anywhere between an arcade shooter to like a complex puzzle game or anything like that, this was just kind of a, yeah, Yeah. that's a thing that just happened. It kind of feels like it could have gone a lot further. Like this to me, this isn't even a 99 cent iOS game because it's not really a whole game. That was the other thing I would say. If if it was something you could just throw on your phone and maybe you play a turn and you don't have to play it all in real time. Yeah, there's and, not enough to it. If there were if I felt like there needed to be more random things or or more adverse effects that could happen to you that could change the way the game is going rather than just a race to a certain level and then it's over. And and very few things that actually affect that, other than whether you do math good, yeah, which is what it comes down to. So, no, nope. well, I play video games, do math good. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh man, I need to get in there and math, Gonna do some mathing. <laughs> yes. So, no nope. math. Not that's how you talk rec- trash. Yeah, that's right. I, two I, plus two equals dead. I don't recommend this uh, game at any price, really. And it's it's cheap. It's two ninety nine. Uh, it's not worth two ninety nine. So. One to five players in hot seat mode. Yeah, yeah. That's Text in English and Spanish. I mean, yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, you know, and it's and it's an amazing original soundtrack. I didn't notice. I didn't notice at all. <laughs> I had the sound on. I I didn't pay much attention. I, the whole time was just going, "Is what am I missing? What's what's where's the depth?" But each game will be unique. It's yeah. fully replayable. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. And no, I'm not going to. <laughs> So it, it, it's a thing. Somebody put this together. Maybe it was their first project or second. This is it's, it's a thing and it works. You, you know, it's kind of funny. With, they they boast about it being replayable, but you just said you could sit down and excel out the math. Yeah, it doesn't to mean do it the right way. It doesn't every time. mean you're going to win every time. No, it but could be percentage wise, yeah, it could be that you get hit by the because when you when you send the cops to somebody, I don't know, but it kind of picks. It seems like it picks a random thing on there of, of you your six places that you yeah. have to raid so if you know if they if you get hit i got hit on my most profitable one every time i got raided i'd send cops <laughs> to other places and they would not get hit on their most profitable one so it seemed maybe random. they maybe they paid more to go for the most profitable one i I don't, I don't know no it's a flat cost it's literally a straight purchase but i think what <laughs> it comes down to is that uh it, it's that if you critical path it out you can pretty much you can maximize your chance to win it's like the That's people who funny. know how to win at tic-tac-toe no matter what. That's yeah. essentially, it's a slightly more complex tic-tac-toe. That's funny. So, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, not, not, not getting my seal of approval on that <laughs> one. So, but again, not torture to play at all. It was not so, torture. So, th- so when I put this into the category of all the games we played, yeah. there's three categories of, you know, it was a great game. You enjoyed yeah. it. Surpri- it. No, no. Surprisingly good. Because <laughs> it's not a good. great game. It's just surprisingly I good. I think I labeled the lowest one like Slit your a, wrist. A, Abomination yeah. or <laughs> something like that. And then there's Middle of the Ground, which I labeled Dust in the Wind. Yeah, no, it's, it's I Feel Nothing. <laughs> so this, is this When a, you're inside me, I feel nothing. This That's is, what it is. This is <laughs> Dust in the Wind? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Fair enough. So there it is. There it went. 
floating away. Oh, that means we have to pick new ones. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Because it's fun. Oh, mercy. It is fun. Thank you, Howie. Where's your hat? Do you have your little hat ready to go? Oh, you actually did. Have you added all the games that I purchased yet? Uh, I did add them all. We are still... They don't have numbers? Yeah, correct. They don't. All right. So we have a a growing pile of games. We have too many. Plus, we have all of Howie's humble monthlies (laughs) that he's not going to play. His humble monthlies. (laughs) That's true. I got the humble monthlies, man. Those are better than most of the games that we have. I know, which is why it's going to be great. Again, Steam Sale, I add... There's a lot of very positive in there now. And... They are mixed in. I can see Clearly, definitely some yeah. that are from the super duper bundle. I'm gonna, you know, that's what I'm gonna draw. You oh. know, I'm gonna get those. And I see at least I two games you. from that that you. are on there. I hate you. Oh, they they look bad. I hate you. I hope you draw. Am I drawing first? I hope Luckily, I rigged the game, so I took the one I wanted out already. Oh no! Sounds like Christmas. Christmas are you going first? There we go. Boing. Number two. Oh, I did, didn't I? I just took a number two. Didn't uh, I? I this isn't the one I thought, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if it is an abomination or not. Okay. Uh, you got steam a lot, all one word colon epochs journey. Okay. Uh, Howie, I'll go ahead and let you draw while he's. Uh... <laughs> oh, already. <laughs> Here you go, Howie. Looking at the video. Can you, can you roll the wheel in. for him? Oh, can you roll? Is, can you roll the wheel for This him? is a Howie game. Okay, here's a wheel. <laughs> Why do I keep getting these? I keep getting student projects. <laughs> three oh, number. God, how did I pick three? Uh, I picked two. two. I know. I mean, there's only ten in there. Oh well. Uh, three. You got Rune Spell colon Overture, which I've seen before. I don't know if it's good or bad. Can you uh, spin? There's the, a demo. We, why did we buy it? <laughs> spin the spin the great wheel. All right, here's a great wheel for Chris. Oh, Howie, I'll trade you. Mine at least looks more appealing. Yeah, yours. Oh, I got played with 10. normal cards. Weird. Yours looks uh, like it's gonna be harder to oh learn. Oh God. Um, I got all capitals. <laughs> love. L O V. Oh no! Is that for the way I look at you? I, it's all that one, I think. Love. Oh, very positive. Is okay, do you want to go through yours first? At you. Since you drew first, Corey. Yours just, oh, it's a side scroll. I kill for that. Yeah, my, <laughs> uh, I already closed it in despair. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was it called again? <laughs> Steam a lot. <laughs> Steam a lot. What a, what a journey. Uh, what a name. Uh, I just... <laughs> I just, I just can't. Oh, uh, at least he didn't well, throw a chip at you. This it really again. This looks like a student project, it's and like they got their they got their half sister to record a promo video <laughs> for it. But she just got her hair did, so she was really mad about having to wear the hood and cloak that they wanted her to wear. This uh, what it, what this, is it? It looks like the graphics breathe. were actually done in oh. MS Paint. Like, it's not that different from, I remember in my senior year when I took Pascal programming, the the, oh, the wood grain on this looks very similar to the one that I generated using math. Oh, man. I, I wrote an algorithm to make wood grain, and it probably looked a little better than this drawn one. 
I you oh keep getting gosh. the worst games. Why this suck? I hate this segment <laughs> so much. This is the best this thing. Is the, it's a great I've ever. Your reactions make a, it all worthwhile. Steam a lot is a medieval steampunk. T- sure it is. Tactical card game. <laughs> As a player, you build a deck of characters, skills, and equipment. During a game, players play characters onto a battlefield. This is in the this is the marketing text, mind you. It says positive. Though. Then those characters maneuver around the field in turn-based combat. Oh, my favorite kind of combat. Uh, sure, only eight users reviewed it, but eighty-seven percent of eight, eighty eight people no, eight, found it eight positive. Were eighty-seven? Yeah. yeah, eight people were eighty-seven percent of those who reviewed. Uh, uh, who knows? Maybe it's more fun than it. it. It looks rough. It looks rough, but not as rough as Volstead. So maybe I'm still moving right in, in the right direction. <laughs> You're moving in the positive. Oh, heavens. That's all that counts. Oh, that's all that I counts. really wish that was true, Bevan. I really wish that was all that counted. <laughs> I really wish that was an accurate statement. Uh, I was just trying to, you know, raise your spirits. Yeah. He's trying to just <laughs> hard, man. Guys. He's trying to help out. You're reaching down into a deep well, man. <laughs> Tune back in two weeks to hear all of my despair. Howie. Yeah. So rune spell. Overture. Can I read it? Uh, you can absolutely read it because you'll do a better role- job than I. <laughs> this role-playing game, comma, set in an alternative medieval Europe, comma, combines poker mechanics with power-ups and collectible cards. I'd have to say at least the visuals compared to yours yeah. look much, much better. Very colorful. It's actually a nice backdrop. That was much better. Yeah. <laughs> And if it's something that yeah. can be played with like a regular deck of cards, maybe there's actually like a nice concept to it, you know? Yeah, and and uh, a nice mechanic. I mean, mostly positive uh, review. So we all got positive or higher. Two hundred sixty-five user review. I I, I honestly think that these games are like paying people to review positives or that something. That is I don't entirely know. possible, <laughs> at times, especially when there's only eight. <laughs> we can only afford eight positive reviews. <laughs> That's eight people that worked on the game. <laughs> Oh yeah. So okay, yeah, that one looks uh looks in- interesting ish. Yeah. I I'll be intrigued. Now this one that uh Chris got Chris a side has. scroller and he's whining about it. <laughs> you pansy. Okay, all I knew was the name is Love. Love is a reductive platforming game with a retro aesthetic and then some and a focus on challenging difficulty. It has a it has an custom respawn system, sixteen levels, twelve track soundtrack. Competitive scoring and a simple to use level creation feature. Well, now that's interesting. It is indeed. It looks very basic. It almost looks like Pong. Yeah, it's it's ish. like pre Atari twenty six hundred or Atari twenty six hundred level graphics, but moves a lot nicer. Yeah. Moves a lot smoother. Wait, when was it released? Does it say? I think it's recent. Within uh, a couple of years, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. So yeah, you're wow. about almost two years out from its release. So it's it's purposefully old school. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fair enough. When games actually looked like this, they didn't have this much on screen at one time. <laughs> when they looked like this, you would get like this much of the screen. You had like five pixels to work with. Five was- whole pixels. Do you have any idea how hard it was to animate a person? <laughs> you know, and to <laughs> be fair, pixels. this is similar graphics to uh, Risk of Rain. Oh, yeah. I mean, Risk of Rain was a little nicer and had more going on. Oh, no. He's going to get his nibblies. This looks um, very similar to like, what if Mega Man was like, you know, six bit or like two bit graphics? It does look quite challenging. Yeah. I do enjoy a challenge. You do. You do like murder, murder, death, murder. She wrote and Angela Lansbury. So you got that going for you. So anyhow, (laughs) 
Oh, man, I think that brings us to another painful close to an episode of Press Play to say. We have, we have a question. Oh, shoot, I and forgot. A, we have a couple things. Yeah, we? yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for thanks for catching it there. Bevan. Yes. We have you, to ask you thought you. you got out of it. Yeah. Oh, man, that that was all a ruse on purpose. I mean, uh, we have to ask you the question. I think I've heard about this The question, question that we ask all people who come on the show. If you... Must choose a hero for the Super Smash Brothers Dream Team. Any one of your choice, who would it be? <clears throat> so, uh, what, what if I had two answers? Two is then fine. Two is great. It, hey, <laughs> hey, if it's a dream team, it's got to have everybody you yeah. need on it. It's funny how I come at this because I see myself as a pretty decent uh, Nintendo fan. Um, so, I feel like the collection there is pretty, pretty great already. There's just yeah. a few things that... I mean, one. I always, I'm always saddened when one of the of the chosen heroes falls by the way and doesn't end up in the next game. Specifically, yeah. Snake. Oh, Snake. solid Snake, you mm. wily Sony property. And it's funny that I say this. I've never really played a, a, a Metal Gear game. Don't really care that much. But yeah. he was in there, and then not. You know, it just it hurts. Yeah, yeah. a part of you yeah. is gone. Yep, it's true. Yeah. So I mean, I would Pour always one love to be able to see him back. And right. then another just fun little character that I think should make it and would totally fit is Chibi Robo. Who is that? Chibi Robo. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, what? <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to explain this to you. Uh, he's a Nintendo character. Um, he's in a few games, but there's a reason he's not in a lot of games because no one really cares. I guess. Oh, he looks awesome. <laughs> I just I, I'm on He's a little Wikipedia. Uh, he really is. So you know him from actually playing a game he I, was in. Yeah, I played that. He's there is a GameCube game. There is a DS game. There is a 3DS download game. I think there's also another D, uh, 3DS game. I've played a lot of the GameCube, and I played all of the DS version. And he's just a fun little character. He's a little robot buddy. You're this little guy, and you run around and help. Um, it just offers a cool little unique experience, and uh, he would totally fit. I mean, he has his yeah. own plug, which would be awesome because you could like plug yourself into another character and, and steal their life. People. Yes, that that's how sense. that would work. That's why I, 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 I like think that. A nice, would, unique would choice. To, would he be to scale? Would, no, <laughs> would he have to be really <laughs> tiny? Oh, that would be, be honest, really cool. Quite honest, I mean, a lot of the characters in Smash Brothers aren't even to scale. That's if you true. Think about it. That's true. But yeah, we pull out a toothbrush, start whipping people with it. I, I want to see the, the cord, <laughs> like the tail cord. Where you just like throw it out to grab someone, pull it close to you. He yells, get over here. No, that's and then wrong. He like, wrong you game. on fire. No, he electrocutes you. No, on fire. Like rips off his, his metal helmet and there's a skull underneath. Huh. Now we're talking about something I understand. I, yeah. <laughs> Chibi Robo. I like it. I, I like, like it the too. I like the unique too. Yeah. Someday we should have to come back and recircle back and re-answer these questions after we actually think about them. I write them all down. I have a master spreadsheet. So oh, when we actually when we make this game, we'll have all these. Characters. We're gonna make Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, uh, it's not gonna be called that, Howie. We don't have enough money for a lawsuit. Right, it'll be called Brawlhalla. It'll be <laughs> no. <laughs> it'll be called Super Mash Brothers. Oh, oh I nice. see what you did there. And we're gonna have the whole uh, cast of Mash on there. I don't know. I, probably not. We have a question from a listener <laughs> or a Twitter follower at Esley99 asks, if your podcast had a mascot, what would it be? The cast of MASH. Chibi Robo. Cast of Chibi Robo. <laughs> Chibi Robo as the cast of MASH. <laughs> what would our mascot be? Wow. If just just for us play to save. The Redskins. Mm, well, we currently... No one else is using it. 
Blink's the cat. He's been forgotten. Oh, oh. Blink, Blink's the time sweeping cat. That's a sore subject with me <laughs> because all of the previews for that game were so bought and paid for, and everybody was raving about that game before it came out. So I got it. I back. My parents were not famous for giving me games for Christmas. <laughs> But I really wanted this. And yeah, I was like college age or out of college even. And they got it for me and I went downstairs and I plugged it in and I played a few minutes. I was like, this is not the game that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I've made a horrible mistake. Everybody was running like, you can rewind time because the hard drive and the Xbox let you do cool stuff like that. I'm like, neat. And I played that game and I was so upset. And so I found it so obnoxious. And I'm like, I hate you blinks forever. And then I went the next day I went to GameStop sold it for less than half what my parents paid for it Ooh. yeah yeah i i i've done that mm. twice in yes, my life yes, and that was one of them so so, um, so no i so no I'm, blinks for I'm, you? I'm definitely nixing the blinks <laughs> he vetoed I, i'm vetoing blinks. well then Corey, what would it be oh josh i don't know blinks is, <laughs> blinks is as good as any i guess <laughs> Uh, I don't, Chris, any ideas? You're busy typing away over there. Type, yeah. Type, typing. I'm just Googling good mascots for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> good. That way we'll have something nice and original. <laughs> what about a personified controller? We you don't know? we already have that? He's like, the, it's our, well, logo. He's our logo. Yeah. We take it. We turn Bring him into, him like, to the, life. into like the Pixar lamp. What would his name be? Pixar lamp. No. The, the controller. What, what was it? Nub. 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 I like Nub. Nub. I like nub. I like nub. nub because I've got the little nubbins on my thumbsticks on the PS4. I don't know how you deal with those. Yeah, I feel like they would slide off. But they, I, uh, they in do. Everybody's hands except mine. Wow. Every one of you Neanderthals that touches my PS4 end up pulling the nubbins off, and I'm like, what? <laughs> how? No wonder you guys don't like thumbsticks. You try to murder them. You're trying to like choke them out. You know oh, what needs to happen it. now? What? You need to create nub. Oh, in an sweet artwork. And merciful. <laughs> you must now rebrand our mascot using your artistic abilities. Now, before we do that, before, let, <laughs> before we do that, no, I'm not, I, I, <laughs> before I commit to it, no, 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 no. <laughs> let me say this. Whatever, if we can agree on something, I'll do it. But I think that maybe, jokingly, the controller, obviously, is our logo makes sense. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. Is there something better or more, like, a little less literal, perhaps? I maybe this is something we need to ponder longer for a long term yeah, answer. That's, that's a tough question. To, good decisions come about. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard to just you know pick something that will brand you for the rest of eternity. Yeah, and I don't want to just draw something up that just no. <laughs> look, I made a thing because then we'd be well, stuck ask with a, us that to make podcast one. name. Yeah. What nub nubbin the podcast? No, I, I, you know nubs. You you pick your podcast name and then about, you're stuck with it. You can't like change little, fifty episodes in. Yeah. What about a, like a little piggy bank, like we did? Yeah, mm, a little could, little piggy bank. I still like the name of nub. Whatever it's nubs or whatever it's be like poning some nubs. Well, uh, yeah, we'll call no. him snorg. Yeah, snorg. snorg snorg. Yeah, the the piggy bank. The piggy bank named Snork. And but, he's he's really full because we save a lot of money. But a, Yeah, but that's the very literal side of saving. Then if you're going to be literal, what does he have to do with gaming? <laughs> he has a PS4? <laughs> I don't know. It's a pig. He's a very limber pig. <laughs> this question sucks. It's a pig playing DDR. <laughs> it, it, it sucks because it's awesome. I know. It's, it's it's like hard makes, to, it sucks because it's hard to answer. What about Gaspacho the Tiki God? No. No? Well, maybe. Yeah, he's over there looking, watching over us in the glorious studio. His eyes used to light up. Well. What about what about uh, the GameStop 
logo. No, that's perfect. Uh, personified something, GameStop logo. It should be something about our piles of shame. It has fangs. <laughs> the pile of shame. Because, you, know, you know, it's like, it's your pet that's ever growing because it just, the pile of shame keeps building up and up. What about a Tamagotchi that's just taking a crap? No matter what it's doing, it's pooping. That's what we, those things did. We all do the time. make a lot of potty joke games about our we mobile do. game. Yeah. Oh, that it's a toilet, dudes. Oh, <laughs> we got a toilet dudes. Name a to- Nub. Toilet dudes named Nub. <laughs> I hate it. There's something to a toilet somehow. <laughs> There's something there. Oh, there's always going to be that streak on the back. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you're reaching oh. back to the sordid old days. Many episodes ago. Yeah. Well, many, oh. many episodes, many episodes ago. So, oh, all right. Man. Well, we'll workshop that and get back to you. As <laughs> I thought we're done. That was it. Right nope. there. Nope. God, I hope not. Nub the toilet man. Is it like from Look Who's Talking? Oh, Mr. Toilet Man. Mr. Toilet Man, eat your poo poo in your potty. <laughs> You gotta go to Mr. Toilet Man. Oh boy! Oh, you remember man. that scene? No, uh, I would like to purge that from my memory. It's a knee slapper. In the meantime, <laughs> thank you for uh, joining us for another episode of Press Play to Save. And of course, we want to thank you, Bevan, for uh, joining us yes, today. Thank you. Of course, it was it was great to come on. Yeah, very much, very much appreciated. We'll have to do it again. Uh, in the meantime, won't you please follow us on uh, Twitter at Press Play to Save and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BetterKind. And wouldn't you be so lovely as to go and give us a nice little review on the iTunes or the Stitcher or wherever you get the podcast. And also so uh, jump on betterkind.com and click on the episode and you can follow along with the show notes and click on the links and see some of the sources for some of the crazy drunken debauchery that we present because it's all there for you summed up in a nice neat little package so and if you want you can listen right on the website hey options right yeah We're yeah versatile flexible people yep we are yep so uh I, I what was dish what we did what was that thing <laughs> i don't even remember the last episode uh, Shandwin. I don't remember. Shandwin. Chantel. It could be anything. Chantel. Uh, we're making yeah, references to last week's episode. Oh, it's fine. Shandwin. In the meantime, I think we're going to tie this one off. I'm Corey. That over there is Chris. Hi. That Bye. over there is Howie. Yo, yo. And of course, Bevan. Hey. And we <laughs> see you on the flip side. We out. <laughs>